So uh, I know someone mentioned here, like how to co-parent and not let him get to me uh, for this fake person he's been, how to not let it bother. So with that, it's getting down to the truth of like, what is the actual truth of the situation and knowing what it is. The truth will set you free, right? Like that's what the phrase is. That's what we talk about. And like the truth is what sets you free in the aspect that you know that they're just playing a game. Like, you know that they're trying to do this, just be able to get in your skin, just be able to look a certain way, okay? So when we're co-parenting with a narcissist, one of the things you need to know is there is no such thing as co-parenting with a narcissist, okay? Hate to break it to you, but it doesn't happen, okay? What we're looking at is not co-parenting. We're looking at the idea of parallel parenting. That's where you have your responsibilities. They have their responsibilities. Whoever has the kids is responsible for the kids with whatever responsibilities the kids have on that particular day or whatever it might be, Okay. Um, so a lot of times what we'll see is where a narcissist will start to like change and modify stuff to look like the good person at the end of the relationship, after the relationship, all these different things you need to understand. One, it's a game. Like it is a game of like, okay, now I'm going to do this to look a certain way. Okay. So there's not co-parenting. There's not you working on it together with that other person. It's like, nope, I'm parenting with the kids and you're parenting with the kids. Like that's it. No communication, separated, like all that kind of stuff. I do our Family Wizard app. That's a really good one. So our, our Family Wizard, uh, what's a couple of the others? We Parent. There's several others out there to use a parenting app to be able to have that third-party communication, to be able to separate and be able to have something you can take to court and things like that so that you know this is where all the communication happens. It has to go through the same thing. If you open up the door for a narcissist to not communicate over that designated like court-appointed uh, messaging app, They'll use it and abuse it 100%. Like we see this happen all the time. All right, so first off is understand there is no such thing as co-parenting with a narcissist. There is parallel parenting, okay? Look it up. We don't have a course on it yet. Eventually we will, but um, we don't have a course on it yet. But look up parallel parenting because that's what you're doing. You are living separate, parallel, similar lives in the aspect that you're both taking care of the kids, okay? No such thing as co-parenting. It's all parallel parenting. Second thing is you need to learn the BIF method. And if you don't know what that is, uh, you'll have to look that up too. But the BIF method is... Brief, informative, friendly, and firm. It means you're being very succinct with everything that you're saying and doing with that person. You're being very brief. We're not dragging it out. We're not saying a lot of things. We're not giving a lot of extra detail. It's like, nope, this is what happened. This is what I did. This is what happened. Whatever you have to explain, say, or do, it's brief. It's informative of like, I'm letting you know this because I'm supposed to. Not because I want to, not because I have to. Like, I just, I'm supposed to let you know this one thing. That's it. Okay. Brief, informative, friendly, just like, hey, this is what's happening. Okay. It, the, the friendly part doesn't have to be like super friendly. Okay. All it is is that you don't look like a jerk over text. Okay. And then the um, firm is where you're sticking with your boundaries. Like, you're not backing down from something that they've said. You're not backing down from something that has been said and been done. You're like, nope, I'm going to stay firm in my boundaries and make sure that I'm not getting run over. So, brief, informative, friendly, and firm. So, check that out. Parallel parenting. And the BIF method are super important in learning how to deal with a narcissist when you're dealing with a parenting situation where you have kids, okay? The, sec the third thing, that was the second thing, the third thing was the aspect of being able to use what I call copy-paste. Super easy, but it is a lifesaver for some people. Okay. It's taking what you've already agreed upon. It's taking what you've already established upon and it's saying, Hey, this is what it already has been. And so I'm just going to copy and paste the text, the message, the screenshot, whatever it might be to show this person, this is what it is. That's it. A lot of times what you'll see is you'll see the narcissist over a period of time start to either do one of two things. Either one, start to change your behavior because they're like, oh, I actually get it. They're always going to respond this way. 
or they'll start to modify behavior because they don't want the response. Okay. Because they don't want the response of like, this is what's actually going on. Okay. So anyways, hopefully that helps make sense a little bit when we're talking about co-parenting, we're looking at parallel parenting using the Biff method and copy paste. It takes some of those emotions out of it and you're just processing like, Hey, this is what, this is what it is. This is what we already agreed upon. Okay. Why is everybody but me good enough? So I want to talk to you really quick that that's a limiting belief that you're starting to believe. Okay. Okay. And everybody is not this, this person that is so much better than you. Because when you're thinking that, why is everybody but me good enough? You're letting everybody else dictate your value and dictate your worth. Just because you're in a place where no one understands or no one can appreciate the value that you bring to the table does not mean that your worth is actually that low. That's what the narcissist wants you to believe. Don't, don't let them win in that area, okay? So we're talking about narcissistic abuse, people that are suffering from that, people that don't even know what's going on with it. Um, why does the narcissist only want his children when he has new supply and why do they want 50, 50? Uh, so really quick, the easiest way is they want the, they want the children with the new supply. So they look good. They want 50, 50. So they don't have to pay more money. And so they look like a good parent. Okay. Um, suffering narcissistic abuse. Yeah. No, you, there's a lot of people in here that are, but there's a lot of people inside the community, NARC Talk community. Uh, also, we have a community. It's called the NARC app, N-A-R-C-A-P-P. You can go to that, go to narcapp.com and you can be able to check that out. The, the biggest thing that we offer there is community, like people being able to connect across the globe, people able to connect, like meet up. We got people in the chats that have actually met up with other survivors to be able to encourage them, to be able to help them move forward. In what ways did therapy help you become a better person? I want to say in like always, but I know that's like way too general to what you're actually asking. Um, working through like emotional stuff, like understanding like I think one of the one big breakthrough. So I'll tell you this: one big th breakthrough when I was in therapy was the aspect that emotions weren't bad. I mean, like it sounds like really like mundane and like trite, but like at the end of the day, I was like, oh, like they're not. Like it took me a long time to actually get that concept because I was like, you know, I don't. I don't put out those emotions. I don't cry. I don't interact like all those different like, type of things. Like it seemed like there was good emotions and bad emotions. And my therapist was like, no, those are just you. Those are just emotions. Like it's okay. Um, but there's like a lot of different things in therapy. A lot of different pieces. Um, do narcissists have regrets about hurting their wife? Uh, no, typically don't uh, because it's all about them. It's not about other people. Okay. Um, Mine went right back to her ex when I broke up with her. When she was with me, she said he didn't love love her and was in bad place. Then she got with her. Nothing but lies comes out of the mouth. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is just straight up lies every single time. Blocked out of. Um, why did they shower you with gifts? Oftentimes they make you not pay attention to what the problem actually is. To not pay attention to what's actually happening. When the mask drops for the first time, what is it like? Uh, the big part about that is like exposure. Okay. Like the, the big part is like, it's all about like exposure. Like when the narcissist gets exposed, like that's when it gets like really crazy. Like it's, it's very like unnerving. Why does my narcissist keep coming back only to breadcrumb makes no sense when he has options. Um, yeah. And one of those options is you. Okay, so part of the problem is like he keeps coming back and you keep accepting the breadcrumbs. And I'm not saying that to be like mean. I'm just saying like, hey, we need to acknowledge like, why does he keep coming back? Part of the reason he keeps coming back and breadcrumbing you is because you're letting it. So we need to be able to take like a, a step back and be like, okay, 
Like, why does he keep coming back to me when he's got a lot of other options? You have to remember and put it in full perspective, you're one of his options. That's why he keeps coming back to you. Okay. So we just need to keep it in a, in a quick perspective there so we make sure we're on the same page. There's a reason why. Okay.